That's six in a row. The Braves are NL East champs again. You remember how it feels. Don't ever take this for granted because you're never guaranteed it. I want to enjoy every second of that in there. From the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, this is the Braves Report presented by Kroger, the podcast that takes you inside the champagne-soaked clubhouse and gives you the stories behind the score. I'm Jay Black with our AJC Braves Beat reporter, Justin Toscano, who's in Philadelphia coming up for air after a long night. And Justin, this title is no surprise, but it's still a big deal. The Braves have at least one championship in 2023. They do, and they are the NL East champions six years in running, the longest active division title streak in baseball. Jay, this one feels a little bit different. As sweet as it always is, as much as the players and the coaches say it never gets old, this team's a juggernaut with World Series aspirations and the realistic roster and talent to do it. Uh, But for a night, they celebrated. There were cigars. There was champagne. There was beer. You could smell it. You could even almost taste it, even if you weren't having any of it. That's how pungent it was. It was quite the celebration, but the Braves are now on to bigger and better things. For a night, though, let's let's break this one down. Uh, this podcast does have some deficiencies. Uh, taste and smell are two of them, but uh, we can certainly bring you the sounds, and that's what we will do coming up with the players told Justin after they won the NL East title. We'll look back at some of the big accomplishments this year and a quick peek ahead to what's next. If this is your first time listening to the show, well, we welcome you. And please make sure you follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, because we've got a lot coming at you coming up in the month of October. This is the Braves Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, presented by Kroger, and this is one of the best times of the year. you got baseball season, you got football season, and you're coming up on the postseason. So make sure you head to Kroger to grab all your game-time favorites, and Kroger is making that even easier with a Boost membership. Boost Helps you prep for the big game with free delivery and two times the fuel points. So save time and money so you can enjoy the game. Visit your local Kroger store online or go to Kroger.com, and you can also find the link in the show notes as well. All right, here's what the Braves tweeted out after the game, and I'm sure you've seen it by now. You never give yourself a chance to do anything special until you get in this thing. We had a seat at the table. Now we're going to be at the head of the table. This is awesome. Congratulations. Enjoy this friggin' night, fellas. Don't ever forget how All right, first off, Justin, I saw you on TV in golf shirt and slacks and no poncho and no goggles. So that, that's a brave man, sir. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to knock on wood because this is two. The Braves have won six in a row. I've kind of won two in a row. This is year two for me where I, I this year I didn't even bring a. I think last year I brought a separate shirt to Miami. I had a, like a uh, just like a regular athletic shirt. I... I avoided getting drenched last year, kind of avoided it this year. I got a little on the jeans and the shoes, but I mean, I don't know how. I mean, I'm I'm in the celebration, granted, not when they initially pop it. We're not let in right then, but yeah, it's it's spraying. And, you know, when I'm in there and people are throwing beer around you at the players who are talking to reporters and it's, I don't know how I did it, but uh, I managed to. That said, I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to go to Miami. By the time these people listen to this, I will be in Miami. I'm I'm going to pull out my bag in my hotel and open it up, and it's going to smell like <laughs> cigar smoke because of this shirt and these jeans. Well, well tell us, what, what, what was the celebration like compared to last year's, which, you know, came in Miami in game 161? Yeah, this was still quite the celebration for six years in a row for knowing they were going to win the East, you know, for a little bit now if they kept their foot on the gas pedal. 
this was still quite the celebration. You know, you had a plastic-wrapped clubhouse with the Braves-themed plastic. Um, you had the kind of the ice chest in the middle with the beer, the champagne. Uh, you had cigars everywhere. You could smell them. Uh, you could see them. Everybody had, you know, most everybody had one. Um, and then everybody was, all the players were just completely, you know, soaked with champagne, obviously. And it was like, yeah, a lot of dancing, a lot of selfies, a lot of videos, um, a lot of media. Uh, it was, that said, I think it, I think the clubhouse cleared out a little bit sooner, probably because the flight to Miami. Like, I think the Braves, you know, they were going to get in there in the wee hours in the morning anyways for the off day, but... They kept, you know, delaying the plane back a little bit. They were just going to sit and wait until they were ready to go. But I think because it was a getaway day, it was a little more subdued. Some of that could be because, look, they had such a big division lead. This race has not been a race for months. But still, like, this was a party, man. And they they soaked it all in for sure, literally and figuratively, um, because you have to. As Snit said, this thing is really, really hard. A baseball season is grueling. They deserve to celebrate the moments. Um, and it was really cool to see, um, I'm sure we'll break down a couple of these stories, but you had guys like Ozzy and like Ronald who were here for every one of them. And then you had guys like Nicky Lopez who just got here a couple months ago and is experiencing his first one. And another guy like Pierce Johnson, who's experiencing more success and got here a couple months ago, a guy like Kirby Yates, who feels like this is different because he's finally pitching to his capability this year and making the most of his contract and kind of making up for, you know, last year and, and things like that. So I, it was, uh, it was a really, really fun celebration. Then you've got the executives. Alex Anthopoulos was there. Um, you know, his right-hand men were there as well. Uh, you've got everybody celebrating in one room. It's a really, a really, really fun night, uh, to see people so overjoyed to achieve a goal that they've had, you know, really their whole lives and to have done it six years in a row. It's insane. All right, let's take you around the clubhouse a little bit. Uh, you had the AJC microphone out during the champagne celebration. We'll start with Kirby Yates, who got the last out. The save is whatever, but just getting the last out to clinch the, you know, the division or whatever. Um, I, I, this is something I won't forget. This is something that kind of makes everything worth it. Austin Riley had a big home run. This never gets old. Uh, you know, you, you dream about this as a little kid. You know, you, you do it in high school if you want a championship, but it's just nothing's, nothing's like a big league, major league, um, champagne, beer, challenge. It is a little noisy there. Here's the skipper. No, they're, they're all, like you said, they're all special. They're all really hard, and you should enjoy every time you get the chance to do this. Those guys, they should enjoy every minute of it. As I got told them, it's like don't forget how this feels either because this is a really good feeling that, that your hard work um, is for something. So, you know, they're all special. I think Braves Nation should also heed the advice of uh, Brian Snicker because I saw somebody in your mentions, you know, say this doesn't matter unless they get to the World Series. And I understand the sentiment, oh. but worry about that in October. Because Braves fans got to watch this team dominate all summer, and it doesn't happen like this, but once every 20 years, if that. Yeah, I mean, wow, somebody said that? I'm glad I yeah. didn't see that. I, there, I tell people all the time, there are 29 other fan bases that would love to be Braves fans, that would love the Braves to be their team. These guys, like, Jay, these guys... Do we even realize, like, these guys are a juggernaut. And Alex Anthopoulos, I thought, put it really, really well 
uh, when he was talking to us in you know Snit's office tonight, and he said, "Look, everybody's goal is to win the World Series. You know that's ultimately that's how you're judged. Uh, that's how you're remembered. But there's so many special things in this season that we're seeing, and he kind of listed them all. Like the Braves had never had eight All Stars. They're gonna win." at least 100 games barring this massively weird slump at the end of the season, which will not happen. They'll win more than 100 games again. They can challenge the club record for most wins in a season. They've got a guy who posted the first 30-60 season in MLB history and another guy who is going to break the single-season home run record. Uh, They've got a team that is probably going to hit the most home runs of any in baseball history. They already have hit the most home runs of any National League club in history. There are all these things going around, and that's why I say, Jay, as much as you enjoy every single division title, this one to me feels a little bit different. The Braves were utterly dominant. You had years here before I got here where they weren't. They snuck in at the end in 21. Uh, They benefited from a weak division a couple of those years, regardless of how good they were. And and they weren't, you know, they were clinching the last week, you know. This time, it's September 13th when they clinched. Like, they've got three weeks to go. And one thing Kirby Yates said to me was, this allows us to kind of set everything up and really make a good run at this thing. This one feels a little bit different because of that. Like, last year, they chased down the Mets. It was this huge story because of that, because it was the biggest comeback, you know, and division in the division in club history but this one you could argue is probably more impressive because they just went out and ran with this thing and never looked back I think it was after play on August 11th they were nine and a half games up in the division it never got lower than that the rest of the way it was it was pretty comfortable the entire time for two and a half three months as well and I just think that's you know you got to look at this and you're like you're watching history here. Like this Braves team could go down as one of the best teams in major league baseball history. And, and, you know, let's think back to February. We were down at spring training, Casa AJC, trying not to get eaten by the alligators. And of all the possibilities, you know, we talked about how this season could go. I, I really never thought that the Braves would only have one day where they were not atop the NLE standings. That was April 2nd. And the Braves were two and one and the Mets were three and one. Since then, all the way. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. And as I'm thinking about that, I wish I would have included that in my stories because that's a really, really good nugget to have. That's unreal because didn't last year they had one day up in the division and it, it was, was the, last the one, very right? last day. It And this year, complete flip of the script. I, I think what what is tough to put into words, but important is that it feels like there's some sort of magic pixie dust around this team like no matter the deficit no matter the circumstances they really do always rise to the moment and maybe it's because they've been through the wars as snit says maybe it's because they do have so much talent maybe it's a depth jay no max freed no kyle wright i feel like i've said that sentence a billion times this year as we've done these podcasts what i find emblematic of this entire season the 16 pitchers who have started a game 16 different pitchers ties a franchise record but if you look at the other four Braves teams who did that 
they all had losing records. Those were awful teams. <laughs> it's not, it's not, a, it's not a checklist. No, yeah, exactly. Like, if you look at the other teams in history who have had 17 or whatever, like, the team who had 21, I forget who it was, but there was one team who had 21, leads Major League Baseball history. That was an awful team. Like, just an awful team. And so, the point being, you're not supposed to start 16 different guys in the same season. You're not, you're not supposed to, that, that should not happen. That's not conducive for success. The amount of depth in this organization is ridiculous. And then you have things like Wednesday being the perfect example. Austin Riley hits a shot up to the concourse in the first inning. Spencer Strider gives a run back in the first inning in a 36 pitch first inning, then retires 12 of the next 13, eventually pitches seven innings of one run baseball. Like they completely had this in hand and if you want to look at the bigger picture of this series, the Phillies had a lot to play for. The, and then the Braves take three of four with a doubleheader in there. So, I mean, it. this team is really, really good, man. And they just, they're, they're not slowing down. By the way, on the Phillies, they have not won this division in 12 years. Yeah, and this was, I think, in one of my stories this week, I led it with these Phillies, man, like coming off a World Series, they signed Trey Turner. They spent money. They went into free agency. They made a trade. Like, they went all in after this World Series trip to push the chips into the middle of the table and say, we're here to stay. And then they fell behind by 17 games. And, I mean, it, it, it's remarkable. The Braves are just a juggernaut, a wagon, whatever you want to call them. I mean, I don't... I think uh, Spencer Strider said it best. I feel like I'm coming to the ballpark every day and watching the best team ever. And that's pretty much it, yeah. All right, coming up, we'll have some of the stats on why this may be the best team ever, and we'll also get a minute with Alex Anthopoulos on his thoughts on another championship. This is the Braves Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, presented by Kroger. When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most. We lead with more than 55 locations in Georgia. That means we're always in the heart of your neighborhood. We lead with clarity, because clear direction is better when it comes to understanding every step of your treatment. Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with heart. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, now, if you're new to the podcast, we're happy to have you. And if you're new to our AJC community, well, wow, we've got so many different ways for you to get your Braves news coming up during the playoffs. And as the Braves try to win another World Series championship, 
One thing that will definitely make your life a lot easier is signing up for the Braves Report newsletter. You can do that for free by going to AJC.com slash newsletters. We've got Braves news delivered into your inbox Monday through Friday. And then every Friday, Justin takes the wheel for the Braves Dispatch to give you a little different spin on his Braves coverage. So do that by going to AJC.com slash newsletters. And to get complete access to all our Braves coverage, make sure you're a subscriber to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Three months for 99 cents of unlimited digital access. Go to subscribe subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast that is subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast so you always know what's really going on all right here's a minute with the architect alex anthopoulos yeah it's incredible i mean you know said <laughs> our talk about it you know you think six in a row and then you think these guys did this 14 in a row so i think it's important i know we're in the moment now but i think to still celebrate guys like john sherholtz bobby cox Terry McGurk, Stan Kasten, all those guys that worked through that entire run. You know, and you're thinking we're not even a half of what they did. And it's incredible. So, look, it's it's amazing. Um, every year you just try to get back to the postseason. We win six divisions in a row. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I, I'm going to be grateful every single year. Ryan. We've talked about before okay. how pro sports are kind of woven into cities. How much does that drive you to know how much people in Atlanta believe in you guys and kind of really rely on this team? Yeah, I think it's a big deal. I think that's... Um, you know, it's corny, but I do think it's a responsibility of this, this job, right? You represent the community. It's a source of pride. It brings everybody together. I know that's been said before, but it's true. Right? It's the one thing we can all argue and not agree, but one thing we, there's people that can agree on is we love the Braves. We love the Falcons. We love the Hawks. So, you know, in the same way, that creates pressure in a good way for us that you want to deliver for them, right? You know what it means to them and how important it is. And, you know, when I travel, I'm just flying here to the airport and people are coming up to me and they're so excited. So, um... You know, I, I, it brings the community pride, and I don't, you know, I, I know how important it is. This is division title number 23 for the Braves. And here's the list of teams that have won six straight in the divisional era Atlanta, of course, won 14 from 91 to 05. The Yankees had nine in a row from 98 to 06. The Dodgers had eight in a row from 2013 through 2020. And the Braves have six in a row from 2018 to 2023. That's it. That's the list. Yeah. It's. Sustained success is very difficult uh, in this game. And that divisional era since 1969, uh, for those who don't know, this was also the – I found this fascinating because you would never believe it. We always talk about the 14 in a row, the Braves teams of the 90s, you know, 98, 2003. Jay, this was the second fastest the Braves have ever clinched. They did it in 146 games. The 2002 team did it in 141 games. This this team was on a faster pace than all of those division winning you know teams in the 14 in a row. It, it yeah, it it doesn't make much sense to me. You know they were you know on a faster pace than most of those teams in, in that run. The Dodgers, as good as they were, like the Braves could tie that because the Braves. You know, as good as they are this year, you look at it, the year's future, you know, they're not going away anytime soon. And it's sustained success that does it. You've got to have drafting, you know, scouting and drafting. You've got to have developing. You've got to have a good coaching staff at the major league level. You've got to have talent. You've got to have an executive like Alex Anthopoulos with a vision, with a plan, an ability to lay down that plan and to execute it. I mean, you've and he understands the ins and the outs. That's what makes him special is that he understands that the people make the organization and he doesn't sacrifice anything for that. He understands that the good environment comes from the people 
And while you do need talent, yeah, you can have a bunch of good guys and you can still suck. But he understands how to weave that together and how people work together and, and what's most conducive for an organization. You need all of that. And then, by the way, you need the Ronald Acunas and the Austin Rileys and the Matt Olsons and the Michael Harris, you know, seconds and, and all those guys and the Spencer Striders. I think it's a really, really remarkable run in the fact that in this day and age in baseball, Jay, I, you don't see this happen. You saw it with the Dodgers, but you do not see this happen. Um, and today, I mean, a lot of, you know, asking guys, Michael Harris, you know, we talked to Michael Harris, Spencer Strider. Those two guys haven't known anything except winning. Austin Riley's been up for five years, and he's won in all five. A.J. Minter experienced the end of 2017, and after that has won six in a row. Same with Ozzy. It, these guys don't know anything except winning, and that's remarkable considering when you get a guy, you talk to a guy like Nicky Lopez, they just want to win the division for the first time. That's what you dream of. You know, it, it's Kirby Yates. He came to Atlanta because he wanted to win. Um, Kevin Pillar hadn't won since 2015 when Anthopolis was the GM in Toronto. And yet, the core guys on this team, that's all they know. It, it almost, you would, you would think it almost gets old, but you have to remind yourself and snap out of it that it doesn't. Like, the fact that it's the expectation here says so much about how they've built this place up. And this is one of the men that's made sure it is the expectation. You've got all the players, but you've got to have a manager like Brian Snicker. You know what? I told John Sherholtz in 18 we won the division. And I remember telling him this in my office. I don't know how you won 14 of these in a row because it's so hard to win one. And it is. It's so hard to win one in a row. And now they've, you know, basically this whole, you know, a lot of the core guys have done it six times in a row, which is something very special. Do you feel like each time you guys have one of these, you never take it for granted? No, and you always, I tell them, you, yeah. you remember how it feels. Don't ever take this for granted because you're never guaranteed it. I want them to enjoy every second of that in there. John Smoltz said something about this on the broadcast uh, the other night, and it is kind of weird that the manager of the best team never seems to be manager of the year. I think Brian Snicker should win another one of these by winning this division by 80 games or whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a couple of us in the press box were talking about that uh, about a week ago, who would you? I I brought up David Ross maybe because that that they're overperforming. I, I mean I'm trying to, yeah, like you gotta. This is a historic, a historic team. I mean they're setting records, individual and team wide records. I the funny thing though is that yes, Jay, like you're totally right. John Smoltz is totally right. The paradox of the Manager of the Year award is that it never goes to the guy with the best team because you assume the guy with the best team has the best players, and the guy with the best team with the best players, that's a knock on the guy with the best team with the best players. So, I mean, I think you've got – I mean, Snit's got to get consideration, man. I mean, I think it's funny. Yeah, he, the guy, he's only won it once, and you have to catch it when you overperform. I would say – yeah, we expected a really good Brave season, but how could you have expected this? I think in a year like this where, okay, Rob Thompson, you know, he, he was he won it last year, deservedly so, shouldn't win it this year. Um, I'm trying to think. The Mets, the Padres, and the Cardinals all underperformed. You could go with David Ross, uh, maybe Torrey Lavello in Arizona, uh, perhaps David Bell in Cincinnati. 
eh, maybe Craig Council. I don't know, but I, I really think that for blowing the doors off of expectations, Brian Snickers got to get some serious consideration here. I mean, this is six in a row. You don't. You have to have the players, yes, and any manager will tell you that. But you've got to have a good captain, captain steering the ship, man. Like that. This is 162 days, uh, games, 181 days, I believe it is, full season, spring training too. These guys are around each other every single day. Problems can fester. Like you've got to have a good guy steering the ship, and any of those guys will tell you that the consistency. The even-keeled attitude, it all starts at the top with Snit and how he goes about things. That's who he is. All right, let's look ahead to what's next after everybody drives off, uh, heading over to Miami for the weekend. And, and Snit's got, got some decisions to make now. You know, how, how much do you pull off the gas a little bit? How much do you think they'll back off, or will they still stay all the way to the floor until they lock up the top seed in the NL? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a balance. I the Dodgers lost a couple games this week, uh, so the Braves, I think, extended their lead there. Uh, Seven and a half. Yeah, see that. You're, and four and a half over the Orioles for the for the for home field in the World Series. You're getting down to the point with fewer than twenty games to go, where you you kind of say, look, like, you know, the Dodgers are going to have to win almost every one of those games. They're the NL is basically locked up. The World Series, not so much yet, but. I mean, it's it's almost locked up. Both of those are almost locked up. I think you've got to seriously consider getting these guys rest. Like, I think you've maybe not a series, obviously, but a day here, a day here. Sprinkle in two off days for every one of those players the rest of the way. And, you know, combine that with, I think, the two team off days they have left. I think it is, including tomorrow. Um and I, th- I think you're good to go. Maybe, you know, shuffle around the rotational, get guys extra rest. You can, you can set this up however you want because you clinched on September 13th. And I think you've got to use it to, yes, these guys have played every day. Yes, that's the standard. Yes, they are proud of that. Yes, they should be proud of that. But this is a long season. As we've discussed, there are reasons that superstars take days off. There are reasons for quote-unquote, load management in sports. I think you've got to get these guys at least one or two days. That said, though, they're going to have, what, uh, five when the wild card series comes again? Because they're not going to start until October 7th, and their last game is October 1st. So you do the math there. This will be probably the most consequential game the Braves played until October 7th. Yeah, yeah, think about that. And, I mean, yeah, it, it is kind of weird because remember last year when we were just, the, the podcast we would have done on September 13th was like, oh, are, are they going to catch the Mets? The Mets have an easy September schedule. Like, the Braves have to keep churning there. Are they going to, you know, they've got a series at the end of September. Are they, we didn't know anything about anything. Now, the funny thing for me is like, you know, a baseball writer and them is baseball players and coaches the way this season goes you're traveling one week home the next traveling one week home the next traveling a week and a half home you know three series whatever they're going to be home for after the dc series in a week and a half they're going to be home for like two and a half weeks which is insane 
Final thoughts on uh, on the uh, 2023 uh, division championship. Maybe, 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 who knows? Maybe in 2024, maybe Bakota will actually pick the Braves to win the division. I, I, I did not understand that one this year. Um, <laughs> any projection that didn't have the Braves winning this year, I don't, I don't think was a very like the Mets. Sure, I mean, looked good on paper, but we said it in our season opening podcast. Like, were you really going to pick against this Braves team that returned everything? And oh, by the a way, added an All Star starting catcher i mean yeah i think my final thoughts are this for all of the joy that comes in the underdog story and the story of chasing down the mets and the story of the up-and-coming braves winning the division in 18 the story of the braves getting to the nlcs in 20 of always taking this step of being these underdogs these up-and-comers that are punching above their weight they are here 2023 represents a shift. This team is a juggernaut. Everybody else is trying to catch this team, and I think that's what I'm left with. All right. Well, even though the Braves may have a few weeks before things get serious again, guess what? The podcast ain't going anywhere. We'll still be here for you every Monday or when major news makes. It's probably not going to happen, but uh, if it does, we'll be here. But uh, until then, enjoy the flight to uh, Miami, and hopefully you don't have to um, take the smell of cigars and champagne with you. Ah, it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, the smell of celebration. No, I I appreciate it, my friend. And uh, yeah, you know, it was funny. Austin Riley was telling me, the, the you know, right after the quote about, you know, how the celebration never gets old, was telling me, you know, we're really routine-oriented. And I'm just focused the rest of the way on, like, getting my at-bats and getting as many as I can so I can... This is a guy with a beer in one hand and a cigar in another. <laughs> and he's talking about routines and things. So the Braves are going to show up to work these last few weeks. So will this podcast, because on this podcast, we feel like we always have to keep clinching. We've never clinched on this podcast. We have to keep going after it. Sprint to the finish. So until then, uh, we'll see you next Monday on the Braves Report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most. We lead with more than 55 locations in Georgia. That means we're always in the heart of your neighborhood. We lead with clarity, because clear direction is better when it comes to understanding every step of your treatment. Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with heart. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com.